0: Episode number 63, Lucha World, Frito and the Freak. Alfredo Esparza and Vandal the Love Handled Drummond. Good to be back. Lots of Lucha news. Lots of Lucha news. We usually say that, but Fredo?
1: There's a lot. There's a lot more than usual.
0: Now, what would you like to start with? Because there's everything from Alberto Del Rio to the AAA show to... You know what I want to start with?
1: I'm, yes. I'm throwing this out at, at you out of the blue. Um, Conan does his podcast, Boom. We've talked about it before, his um, Spanish podcast. Yes. Um, his two co-hosts haven't been on the show the past couple, like, two weeks. Uh-huh. So the first show, without his co-host, lasted 24 minutes. So the second show lasted 16 minutes. Do you think the next show, this week's podcast, do you think it'll be eight minutes?
0: I would be curious to see how they, how they uh, compress it. I'm hoping, it, I'm hoping it. it's
1: eight minutes because I think that's I think that's a trend. I think it, when you do a podcast, you can't if you're gonna do that, you got to keep lowering. Like just every few every few episodes, it gets less and less and less. <laughs> <laughs> Until you skip a week and then you come back at, in full force.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, so, but
1: that's not the big news. There's a lot, a lot of big
0: news to be. Big... So, so from from Conan's podcast fatigue to well, I mean, he <laughs> does that
1: other podcast which I've heard is pretty wild with um moving to the girl and Disco Inferno. But um, the big news, Alberto el Patron. Um, this story keeps evolving as the days go by i think (laughs) i mean sunday night it went from it went from everybody just confused why alberto no showed um heroes Inmortales for triple a to i think late monday he finally released a statement as to why he couldn't make the show Mm -hmm. and then earlier today i guess today on today's mlw podcast with um court bauer and msl they gave out more details about it um Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Heroes Immortales happened on Sunday. Uh, Alberto had actually announced that he was going to be on that show. He tweeted about it on like a Thursday that mm-hmm. he was going to be on the show. A mentioned he was going to be at... Uh, they had heard from him early that Sunday morning that he would be on that show. The show starts... Uh, there were some rumors that Alberto had uh, was going to TNA. I've heard those. Of- yeah, that was like a rumor that some people... I guess there were people at... That were at the Heroes Immortales show mm-hmm. Who were kind of like Curious why Alberto Wasn't there yet So maybe they started The rumors around that time
0: Well cause that was The buzz I heard Shortly after He didn't show
1: it. Yeah yeah And th- But that Cause triple, um, TNA was also Doing a pay per view uh, right. uh, although Eros y Martaz wasn't an pay per view or anything, but um, and it
0: probably still got more buy rates than TNA. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that whole that's a different that's a di- <laughs> that's a different story for for different people handling wrestling. Absolutely. podcasts covering TNA.
0: I like watching wrestling, not TNA. <laughs>
1: I do like uh I did I I like the Hardys and I like I um, There's some I, I, stuff I like. Yeah,
0: I'm be, I'm being I'm being overly sarcastic uh, yeah.
1: here. <laughs> um and you don't get it anyways cuz you've gotten rid of your That's right. <laughs> your cable company. Um, yeah, so then um that was the rumor and everybody assumed he was going to be there. They um they announced the guys who were going to be in that tag tag match. It was supposed to be Pagano and Dr. Wagner Jr. versus Psycho Clown and Alberto El Patrón. Um they lowered the match from, I think, it was initially going to be the main event, and they lowered, they lowered it all the way down to the the fifth match, I think. Um, yeah, I think it might have been lower than that. Maybe the fourth match, fourth or fifth match. Um, they, they then announced that it was going to be a three-way match between Psycho Clown, Pagano, and Dr. Wagner Jr. Everybody was confused. Right. As I said, everybody was looking to see if TNA had any news on him. And there were some people who were making this. St- there were some people making comments about how, oh, um, T- AAA didn't want to offer him a certain amount of money and all this stuff. You know, the, the basic same old thing of holding, holding a, a promotion for ransom. Yes. Um, there were other stories that were flying around. Um, then um, then <laughs> that match ends. I think they started the, the following match, and AAA sent out a statement saying that uh, mentioned that they were um, disappointed Alberto had no showed. And they were um they pretty much put him like they pretty much bashed him like they they said that he was um what was it they they said uh, unprofessional unprofessional and he had put down he had been a disappointment to the Mexican wrestling fans so so everybody thought that was it while that was going on um I don't know if you 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 saw the news on Twitter um you know everybody gets their news down on Twitter. Um there was I saw this tweet that um um Kanye West had canceled his an appearance to go or a concert to go to um to Paris cuz um Kim Kardashian had been uh, assaulted. Okay,
0: when when I was uh stopping for dinner on the way here, I I was wondering what that was about. I saw something about Kim Kardashian being robbed or attacked. Yeah. And it, and it was all Facebook people saying, "Oh gee, everybody's all up in arms about Kim Kardashian, like what losers everybody are. Well, these are the same people who are... Having a hissy fit if uh, their favorite wrestler isn't getting booked the way they want. So, <laughs> go yeah. screw yourself, so, folks. Yeah, so,
1: it, it, you know, there were some people who were also like publicity stunts talking about that. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And, you know, in, in the back of my head, I, I didn't really want to be too harsh about uh, the whole of thing. You know, I, I make light about everything. I don't know I mean, it's not my It's not my business.
0: Right. I right. have the
1: freedom to do say what I want. I have an opinion. Everybody has an opinion. Um, so then the next day, Monday, nothing from alberto mm-hmm. um we actually did a, for mlw on um, radio we did the lucha talk podcast yes hopefully it gets posted before this one <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so because i know we did that and it, it was already sent to court and everything it should have been already up um so as we're doing this as we're finishing the show uh we get the we find out that the news that of alberto f- sends out that statement in English and Spanish talking about how he was assaulted
0: mm-hmm.
1: outside of a outside of a restaurant or whatever or a parking lot or something um but that changed cuz I had the story that court bauer and Mr. Saint-Laurent on MLW said was that he was um driving so yeah you know he could have been driving he could have been driving out of the restaurant or something right yeah so um he was assaulted i guess he got he got stabbed a few times he fought the the assailant off. Mm-hmm. The guy sped away. There were witnesses that saw the... got the license plate. Um, all this other stuff that's, you know... Part so there's of, been a police there's report? Been, yeah, there's a police... Stuff, he said yeah. he sent the police report out to them, to AAA. Um, the, the, not the... Whatever he could send to them as proof that he... why he couldn't make it. Um, AAA then responded that they did and they apologized. They didn't apologize, but they were... Um, they they sent him the their sincerest Condolence. You know, not condolences, condolences just, but uh that's not wrong.
0: The,
1: sympathy they did the and best support. wishes that, yeah the support and all that stuff <coughs> that he he gets through this um, Alberto when he mentioned that he said he wasn't gonna miss any of the other bookings mm-hmm. so he because I think he's going to the United Kingdom um, next weekend mm-hmm. this weekend actually and uh, so he said he was gonna miss that stuff so you know usual stuff everybody's kind of not sh- there's some people who take it seriously he um on the MSL, on the MLW podcast they mentioned that um he lost his phone mm-hmm. during the during the scuffle with the assailant
0: which in this day and age is creepy considering how much information you have yeah yeah you know that's that's the yeah. other thing you know
1: <laughs> maybe somebody could pick that up and send uh, a triple a message
0: it's probably worse than losing your credit card. yeah
1: yeah nowadays plus that, a lot of people use that as their for their credit card uh-huh. and all that yep. shit um, their banks banking apps and everything. yeah um so I I I kind of I think there's got to be more to the story at some point, but I mean it's what what's yeah I is- mean
0: I I I would imagine when people first heard that he didn't he didn't communicate with him and then the next day said uh, he was assaulted I I I mean I I I kind of wondered myself but, you know but the first thing I thought of was. Remember when Chavo Senior no-showed some WWE shows and then tried to claim he was kidnapped? Oh jeez. Well, <laughs> was this when he was Chavo Classic? Yes, oh, yes, geez. yes. Uh, and that was just the first one that came to mind, but through the years I've heard so many. Yes, and wrestling funny stories about wrestling. Oh god. Yeah.
1: There there was one about um, the Dr. Wagner Jr. story, remember? Wait, wait. I'm that he was stabbed. Um, stepping out of his house or something I don't remember and this Hijo Santo Hijo del Santo, Ijo del Santo <clears throat> claimed that, that it was Triple um, A sent guys to attack him you don't oh, remember this? and then Triple A said that. that wasn't true <laughs> Triple was like that's not true why would we do that and there was like so much bullshit I, I remember that because um, Ernesto Campo posted that and he was like he was like doesn't he know other people that would have phones to like call Triple A I mean really or tweet Send a tweet or something like a direct message. I right, mean, there's, right. there's plenty of people that that he could have contacted. Yes. So it's like, but you know, and and you know, there were people like, oh, don't you think it's wrong that. That uh, what AAA did, and I was like, "Well, what do you expect? I mean, the they guy probably
0: thought he just ditched them." Yes, I mean, to and, be honest, and I, it
1: happens often in <clears> wrestling. There's, yes, not everybody calls and tells you that they're not going to make it to a show. And so, what do you think? What do you do? The first thing you do is like, "Fuck you!" You know, can't believe you know yeah, it or when whatever when you
0: jump to another promotion, uh, that's what they used to
1: do. That's, yeah,
0: yeah. And I mean, I think I, I would imagine they've probably done this since the beginning of any kind of territorial feud. Yeah, so it's I'm like, certain there are promoters who always said. Yeah, just walk out on the other promotion because a lot of this promoters yeah, so just screw each other over. And you know, there were even
1: people who were wondering because um, he worked the Crash Show in Tijuana mm-hmm. with the CMLL guys, and they thought that was kind of weird because he was going to work AAA. So they thought maybe something like I'm guessing some people were insinuating maybe he like worked something out with mm-hmm. somebody else to not show up to that. But it's like now we know that it was that he was stabbed. Yeah, he although was. I mean, and he even. Um, um, Court Bauer was saying that um, he tried to get a flight, a charter uh, a flight to uh, Monterey, mm-hmm. just just to at least show up and say things, an you know, yeah, make an appearance, stuff like that. So it's like, you know, I mean,
0: wow. Well, I'm glad he's okay. Yeah, I'm, you know, uh-oh. he
1: promised he's gonna fulfill the remainder of his. Um, his booking, so wow, what a scary yeah. incident! Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, well, you know Jamie Noble, that
1: happened to him. So and I
0: heard his is a lot more serious injuries, from what I understand.
1: Yeah, I, that's well, his was because the guy was in his house, wasn't? It? Wasn't he like, trying to rob? Well,
0: that's the funny thing is, is if I remember right, it was it was another thing where there was he had a minor car wreck with somebody. This is just what I'm recalling. I mm-hmm. might be wrong, uh, and like it was some road rage incidents.
1: So it's the the same thing as Alberto cuz yeah, that's yeah, the way but, court
0: was explaining yeah, it. Yeah, I mean that that's you know maybe maybe I'm not remembering correctly but yeah. that but his 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 injuries from what I understand are
1: actually pretty so serious. I'm just going to say this if you don't hear our podcast on MLW next week it's probably because of you <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know.
0: Fredo will say he's been stabbed. Yeah. Not, no, no. Not I'm saying, saying. I'll say I've been kidnapped. No, no.
1: For MLW, I'm talking about MLW. If, if we get in trouble for that, <laughs> but we did uh, that before. We did that before any of that information yeah. came out. So,
0: yeah. The other great, great thing, uh, along with excuses for ditching a territory, I, uh, I don't know if you're old enough to remember this one, but it was not unusual for promoters. I, uh, the first one that comes to mind is the Sheik. You know, it's when his territory went from being, you know, just you know, this big flowery garden to like a just you know, weeds when he was not drawing like he yeah. used to. And I guess they had some show that just went unusually well, the card was packed and the and the the gate was huge and everybody was happy and Oh, my God, we can't pay you. We just got robbed at the box office. <laughs> they took off with all the cash.
1: Well, that happens a lot with promoters. Remember how, how many stories you hear about guys they can't find the promoter after a show?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah usually, the, the usually, usually the promoters just yes, ditch town, but yes. no, that was one that was utilized on occasion by different promoters that say, Oh, a gunman held us up. And, yeah. and they always get away.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the rest, the show continued on without Alberto, Heros, Immortales. Mortales. Um, they, they opened with the ladder match. Uh, with Star and Drago retaining their tag team titles. Uh, then they had the Copa Antonio Pena. Which was the show that they had a bunch of mystery surprise luchadors. Yes. <laughs> they actually turned it into an intergender man, uh, battle royal. I guess they just can't. Because they, they had Lady Shani and um, mm-hmm. Big Mommy on, in it. And Pirata Morgan uh-huh. uh, re, reappeared after several years of not being in AAA. And Pirata his son also returned. Um, who had just laughed like a month ago. <laughs> so he made his way back. Um, they had, um, had Pimpinella winning that match. Um, then they had the OGT versus um, the Apache family.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which was just a, a, a match where they actually pulled off the... The Fabi was locked... Was, um, I guess she was trapped in her locker room or something. Or locked in. Yeah. And she showed up late to the match in street clothes.
0: Oh how cool! Yeah, well you know, it's the,
1: and I was laughing because I, I when they were talking, that's just like um, the Clash of Champions. Remember that show where it was um,
0: where Junkyard Dog and like, all them? Yeah, fucking. they were like then <laughs> and like yes, they, they had to replace yes. them
1: or something. So, or they were beating up on somebody. And, and that's when yeah. Tanru
0: was was being featured in the main event like a one night appearance. Yeah. Yes. And he's just like a, a side note in the stupid angle. I remember that
1: all the wasted stuff uh, with Tanru and all these guys. All the guys WCW oh could have like built stuff. Yes. Like well, you know, Tenryu was also in uh, WWE, wasn't he, for a while? Was he? Yeah, he was on one show, a couple of shows, I think. Him and somebody else from Japan, I remember. Wow, well, I
0: remember I remember seeing him usually jobbing on Roy Shire TV. Really? That's the first I ever heard of Tenryu.
1: Yeah. Uh, so then, um, after that, I think they had the three-way dance. No, they had the... I think they had the Team Trump match, which was... Um, they had Marty the Moth and Hernandez teaming with Macias. After that was a three-way match... Which was basically um, the big news out of that was um, Monster Clown and Murder Clown mm-hmm. are now siding with Pagano,
0: uh-huh.
1: and, and they turn on Psycho Clown. Oh. So they switched the allegiances to a different clown. To like, they have a new clown leader.
0: <coughs> I like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, Conan thinks that they're gonna bring in Dave back and put him in that group also. <laughs> Dave the Clown for those oh. of you, for those of you who keeping I up with about your, Dave the clown. yeah for those of you keeping up on your clowns. Um, then they had the street fight, mask versus hair match. Daga beat Australian Suicide. Um, Australian Suicide and Mask uh, as Broderick Shepherd from Melbourne, Australia. Um, he's got his bald, has a mohawk. Ah. Um, I'm imagine that match is going to be really good. I do want to watch that match because we saw the f- the five minutes of. Um, from Triple Mania, <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, the, the main event was um, Johnny Mundo retaining the AAA Latin American title over um, over Garza Jr. Um, on Garza Jr. had as a second Ernesto Chavana. I don't know if you did. She you used to you used to watch La TV, right? A uh, long time. Ago. Briefly, yeah. briefly when they had um. Remember they would show that show with all those um scant um those scantily clad women.
0: By like dancers, yeah, dancers yes, and stuff like yes, that. I Models, that.
1: dancers. It was like a commercial during um, CML show.
0: Yes, yes. You would
1: see it. That's it. The, the guy oh, hosting okay. that is him, Ernesto gotcha. Chavana. Yeah, because we get a lot of the Monterey stuff on, on LA TV ah. for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Actually, that one ep- that one show, is on there all the time. Yeah, so that was all the news for um, Eros Mortales. Um, most of the news for AAA has been out of the ring with Alberto. Mm-hmm. Alberto returning. He did the whole press conference. We didn't talk about it on the on. We haven't done a show in like a month. <laughs> I <It's laughs> um, Three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then he had so Alberto in in the last month left WWE, held a press conference in Hooters, um, <laughs> worked the Crash show. He was gonna open a restaurant. It got canceled. The opening can was canceled. Was um, rescheduled, and he got stabbed. So with a... it's been a An eventful it's week. yeah yeah um, the other news from AAA is on Phoenix has officially left AAA.
0: Oh, so that is and, final. Yeah, he's I, gone. Because I heard a few days ago that was
1: and it, yeah, and he changed his name to Ray Phoenix. And there's another. And, you know, the first thing I thought, was, and you know, I thought when I thought this, I didn't think it, I I didn't it, the other Phoenix Ray Phoenix. Mm-hmm. There's another Ray Phoenix, but he's so obscure. I thought, I thought, you know, he's obscure enough where I'm not going to bring it up on Twitter. <laughs>
0: it's like, because like, I thought,
1: you know, there's another Ray people Phoenix. People are going to flip out. Yeah, so I was like, and then all of a sudden, uh, people were wondering about it. And uh, somebody revealed that there's not just one. There wasn't just one previous Ray Phoenix, but there's actually two o- other ones. And then we kn- we knew the one Phoenix from here in L.A., remember? <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so there's, there's, a, lot, there's a lot of
1: Phoenix. It's a skinny
0: guy um, Maybe he could... Um...
1: I don't know Mr. Phoenix well now he can't because there is actually a Mr. Phoenix
0: oh there is a there is a Mr.
1: Phoenix I I think I've seen that name at one point Um,
0: Lord Phoenix
1: yeah he left he basically he basically said that he just felt AAA wasn't behind him Mm -hmm. they never really pushed him or anything and I also think he's getting more bookings without them which is cool I mean he already worked, worked the Crash show he's working a lot of indie shows in the US and in the UK I think he's working shows in the UK also um he worked on um, the Crash Show. He's already signed. He's already booked for the Carl Lucha Show, um, the DTU Show. He's booked on a bunch of shows. I'm sure he's going to get other. books. Bu- this those. is
0: like if 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 you're a if you're a good worker and you're on the radar. This sounds like the golden age of being a indie yeah. worker. And you know
1: the other things. You also have WWE around the corner with the cruiserweights and all that.
0: Absolutely.
1: You know they're going to want to get that guy at some point. I would hope so. And and so uh, although after watching some of the cruiserweight matches, I hope they don't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, it's, well, yeah. I mean,
1: I hope they do just because financially it helps them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If they can get, if they can get a good payday, yeah. I, I hope, I mean, I hope they make money. Which
1: I just, is... I just think some of the matches, they don't really look very innovative and guys don't do a lot of the high, high spots that they do in, um that they do in the independence and outside of WWE. Right. Yeah. So, um, also gone is, um, Black, um Taurus has gone from triple A.
0: Taurus is gone. Yeah.
1: Remember he won Copa Antonio Peña last year. <laughs> oh my God. He's now Black Taro. Oh, but, so get, it's like get, a but get this. He, he changed his name to Black Taro. Mm-hmm. He's getting booked a lot now in the U.S. And he's also just, he just worked a, a show in um, for Carl Lucha in a four-way match mm-hmm. with Hijo de Pirata Morgan,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Rush, and I think La Mascara might have been in that match or somebody else was in that. So he's already working like better matches and, um, and he's going to work elite this week. If he's going
0: to eat Black taro, why don't you go, go full full heel against against uh, the youth of America and be a Black taro heroine? <laughs> you know, really bad guy there.
1: Yeah, there you go. Um, that was the other guy that's gone. Um, Jack Evans. Jack Evans did a interview in in Spain. <laughs> in Spain. In Spain for a website called Solowrestling.com um, where he basically trashed Triple A. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh Lord! Oh, he he said either. he
1: said he still loves AAA and stuff like that, but they asked him what, um, you know they kept they kept prodding him and he said he said you're gonna get me in trouble. But he, I mean Jack does not Jack's one of those guys who, you know he's gonna give his opinion. There's on a stuff. little
0: bit of Conan in. Yeah, Andy, so they asked where him about he
1: likes um to speak his mind. Yeah, so he said um they were asking him about Conan and he said he said I'm gonna be honest. He's like I love you, Dorian, but um the AAA TV show is horrible without. Conan. Uh,
0: wow, that's quite an endorsement for Conan. Yeah, there. so yeah. I guess
1: and you know, judging from what people have said about some of the shows recently, they don't sound as good. And you know, just watching, just looking at the roster because they're losing so much talent and not adding anybody
0: to yeah, replace those so guys. Yes, I haven't watched AAA and Eons, and, 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 but and, but I am hearing just down the board everywhere, from every source, wrestlers just seem so discontent that yeah, guys yeah, are jumping ship we yeah. talked to
1: somebody who told us about that, so it's mm-hmm. like, it's like yeah, there, there, it, it's something that's been coming. And you know, there's bigger names that are more just. There's bigger ni- names still in AAA that wanna that are kind of not that pleased with the wow. promotion.
0: No, oh, I, I, I,
1: I, I have I have a feeling those the bigger at least one of those bigger names just trying to figure out a, d- a new name. <laughs> I think that's what it <laughs> that's is. Probably half the fun of dropping. I, I think I think that's what it is. He's trying to figure out what the name is to to merchandise it, and then like.
0: Now I heard rumors I don't know if Do you know if this is true I heard that they're Behind on pain wrestlers Yeah that's always been <laughs> well, That's
1: always been the
0: case <laughs> I okay. think
1: that's I think that's still Well that was one of those The supposed rumors Of why um, Alberto Hadn't shown up And it mm-hmm. I mean obviously That wasn't the reason Yeah But it's like That guy was like That guy on Twitter You know everybody on Twitter Knows all their all their shit Supposedly
0: And, oh, and it's like Half of them don't know What the that, That's about. why That's why I And I hope I stay this way When I put something on Twitter, I think about what I'm about to write.
1: Yeah. Because it seems like people. See, I don't mind because I've noticed outside of like maybe a handful of people, nobody really takes what I say like. They take it like they don't really make it a big story, so I I
0: can say whatever I want. I I see a lot of your tweets and they all sound like reasonable tweets, whether I was to agree with them or disagree with them. But it seems like people's craziness comes out. Of their fingers when they poke at their phone for Twitter, and they do things that get them fired, suspended. Yeah, you know what what it, what it
1: yeah. is like. They when when they start revealing money amounts, you know they're just bullshitting. Oh yeah, nobody yeah. nobody ever tells you the the actual amount, and anybody who writes about it isn't going to tell you the exact amount. They're just gonna they're gonna say it's a lot of money. Absolutely, it's absolutely. a money issue, but they're not going to make it that apparent. Um, yeah. So Jack was talking about that. Then he was talking about how how. Um, He's been in different storylines with Triple-A. Like, he was supposed... Remember that feud he was having with Perro Aguayo junior Mm-hmm. He was supposed... He was saying that he was... That was going to be set up to a hair match between them two. And, um... They basically stopped it. Because, um... The Roldans didn't think Jack was a big enough star to, like, be in that match. Oh, wow. So they switched him with... Uh, they switched him out with Cibernetico. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Which only kill Made the match a hundred times worse. But I could understand it. It drew a little more, probably. But still, it kind of sucks. And he talked about he had, he had that same thing. They were booking um, Conan on his before he was leaving. Mm-hmm. Was booking a Pentagon Junior Jack Evans feud. Oh, which would have been great. That would been I, awesome. Pentagon Junior's the badass. Although I think also what happened, I think I think Conan might have explained this with some. It might have not been with um, Jack, but I think he explained that he was booking Pentagon Junior against somebody else. Might have been Jack. I don't. I can't remember. But he was saying that people were cheering Pentagon, and that's when he realized he couldn't he couldn't go that direction, so he had to go separate, uh-huh. a different way. So um, yeah, so and then Jack talked about Phoenix and how he understood why he left and stuff like that. It was yeah, it was it was a it's an interesting interview. It's in Spanish. You could read it on solo if you want. If people want to listen, read it.
0: Yeah, Jack Adams. He well, he intrigues me in the way Conan intrigues me because he is very outspoken and yeah sometimes you're going to shoot yourself in the foot and yeah on the other hand it's kind of refreshing to hear people speak their mind
1: even well you know is doing that trip to Japan on the 26th mm-hmm. 26th and um the first thing I thought when he was saying that I was like wow well, I hope Jack doesn't lose his um, Japan trip because
0: yeah, yes, <laughs> exactly. that's
1: like a big deal for everybody yeah that's, yeah. that's,
0: a good, that's the cost of being outspoken but, yeah, but so, you, you know,
1: know the cool thing is Jack got probably the one really good match out of that whole um there's two matches on that um there's a three way match mm-hmm. um and then there's the tag match, and the tag match is Jack and Angelico versus um, Minoru, um, Masato Tanaka mm-hmm. and Ikuto Hidaka. You know Masato Tanaka, Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. yes. I, yeah. Hidaka, you know who Hidaka is?
0: I do not know. Hidaka. You don't
1: remember him? I don't remember. He was in him. ECW, I think. Uh, Towards the end, I think he was like. That's the, probably why I didn't see. Yeah, him. <laughs> probably.
0: Yeah, I, I I think I tapped on an ECW tour. The, in-
1: I know he's in the Indies and all that. He was really good. He could yeah, I, about I,
0: I to be honest, I I have never seen him. Yeah, Tanaka. Yeah, yeah, I've seen he's him really good. So that
1: times. that should be a good match. Um, yeah, but that, they have um, they have Taya teaming up with um, Daga against Australian Suicide and Aja Kong.
0: No way! Yes. Uh-oh. So I, I wrote. I wrote. I, wrote I can't wait
1: to see Australian Suicide and Aja Kong teaming up.
0: I would love to <laughs> yeah. see that.
1: But it's weird because the Daga Taya tag team doesn't make sense because they're feuding, storyline. Yeah. they they broke up. Taya's with Team Trump now, with Johnny Mundo and Daga's, Daga's with Pearl's and Mop.
0: I had a curiosity. Have you heard? Is the Team Trump thing getting over? Or it seems it's kind about of about the same thing
1: as the Foreign Legion and all that stuff. I think it's just something that they they don't they don't have an idea for the heels, so they just give them a, a gimmick. Because
0: like even as far back when. Um, they can't
1: even get the guys to show up. Like they they always they, they always switch them around. Like Cage was frequently yeah. in there, but I mean you can't get Cage all the time. Yeah. So it's Mundo and sometimes Mundo's there. Sometimes it's Marty the Mom. Well, and
0: even when even when when Cage at that disastrous uh, Triple Mania pay per view last year when he wore that Trump t shirt, I just it it just seemed kind of like contrived it yeah just, it it didn't seem like uh they were working the gimmick it's just kind of like holding up a picture of trump and saying well you know it's weird
1: side. it's weird because it's, i find it amusing because the the they're doing that in mexico where it would probably be a bigger deal over here in the u.s because i think we would hate yeah. we would hate trump more than, than yes. the
0: Mexicans. oh yeah.
1: the mexicans would hate trump but i mean it's yeah they're not getting the full effect of it if they're over there it's yeah like, if you're here getting, it's
0: a lot more intense yeah it's you know? like
1: it's insane. For have you watched that South Park episode where they have um, uh, Hillary Clinton? No. But in the role of Trump, it's not Trump running against her. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's that the the old remember the teacher that, that became like had a sex change. Yes, not? yes, yes. It, he's the one, and he's like he's he suddenly he realizes he's the one that's gonna win. So you know how Trump always says the bad, bad the worst thing. Yes. But keeps on getting more votes that mm-hmm. he does that too he's
0: like oh, he's like wow, that's so it's like that's they're just funny. doing that it's
1: like, he's, like, he's like he's like he's like don't vote for me i'm
0: horrible <laughs> it's so funny it seems like uh if anybody but hillary was running trump would already be left in the dust yeah now if trump was running against um uh yeah, like say, if, if Trump was running against another Democrat, that Democrat probably would already run. On the other hand, if Hillary is running against somebody like Marco Rubio, uh, Rubio would probably win it no problem. Yeah, uh, uh, I, this, this thing is like everybody's can't figure it's a out. Trip.
1: Like there's some people who are like, I'm going to vote for Trump because he's the, wor- the, 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 the lesser of two evils. Or they go, I'm going to vote for Hillary because she's the lesser of two of <laughs> It's like, I think they're both getting that. And I I don't know. I mean, I really, I, I, I don't, I, I find both of them to be pretty horrible. Ooh, yeah, like, but they, yeah,
0: I mean, just, this is my, just opinion is, and just full disclosure, I usually lean to the left. But um, if it was somebody like Marco Rubio, I m- would probably lean to the right, but... Uh, Trump is just so. He's, he, he he's he's. Clu- I mean, he's clueless. My favorite is, and, and what's funny you is, you know, my, my favorite was
1: somebody told me they're voting for Trump because they think maybe he could like come up with more jobs and stuff like that, like a, an idea. I'm like, like no, he's, <laughs> he's he's he he made he made his money by like <laughs> finding ways not to pay people, not to pay, yes. not to pay people, yes. pay taxes.
0: Yeah, and it's just it's just funny. He and he. It, it, you know because I hear all these people saying oh this politician or that politician flip flops and that that's something both sides have done for years Yeah. but man he's not just flip flopping he's flip flop flip flop flip flopping I yeah. mean he he will say something that's on TV and then deny he said it the next day and just It's just the strangest election I've ever
1: seen. They should have added that to the. They should have added that to the the angle for Team Trump.
0: Uh, They (laughs) should have flip flopped. They they should have had promos where they just flip flop on certain things. Yeah, I mean, I think every politician is corrupt. Who gets to that level personally? And uh, uh, yeah, I I think Hillary's corrupt too. But um, I, I think she knows. I think she understands politics better than Trump does. He understands promos better than she does. Yeah so um getting back to wrestling mm-hmm. to lucha yes um
1: cmll most of their the news out of, out of them has been actually the some they've had some pretty good matches on their shows recently
0: yes they yeah. did i've been man the,
1: they had raised la did you watch the torneo cibernetico or just the the final i
0: just watched the final because it was volador versus cavernario yeah. and i freaking love that match
1: yeah the torneo cibernetico is pretty good um if you watched it on the feed on Claro Sports, you missed like about 5 minutes of it cuz it it just went poof, disappeared for like <laughs> 5 minutes. So you had all of us all complaining about what the fuck happened.
0: Yeah, cuz I did watch it on
1: yeah, Claro Sports. Yeah, and you know the wor- I- the worst thing is yeah, but you didn't watch the Cybernetico.
0: No, 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 no. Yeah,
1: so um so then uh, the bad thing is now we're not going to see that cuz it's not on um it's not on Azteca America anymore. Oh jeez. So that's going to be it one of those shows. Up
0: someplace, I bet.
1: You think? No, the show the show turned up online, yeah. but it's not. You're missing the five that right, the, right. Those, those minutes, but um, yeah, that match was good. Um, they this past week was um, Volador Jr. versus Barbara Carbonari in the final.
0: Man, that was amazing. I think
1: the only thing I didn't like about the Super was that the way they finished it, where it was like each guy, like they end up, they do it into a three way dance and guys are just trying to stop break pins up and everything it should just be something where they just eliminate somebody although I was just glad that it wasn't Mephisto because Mephisto had a r- <laughs> I don't have anything against I- Mephisto I think he's really good but um there was like he had the match with Titan that, I think it was that week he had a match mm-hmm. with Titan which was great
0: which I heard was good yes that I was great that was I, really, that was good, really good
1: and then um he had a match with Mystico, Mystico the, on Sunday which mm-hmm. obviously we didn't No, one, no unless you were in, in Mexico you saw yes um but, it I, th- he's had so many singles matches in the last year, so it's like, I wanted something different, and Barbara Carver Nario versus Volador Junior was something that different. That
0: was amazing, and I mean,
1: the match was great.
0: I I, you know, even somebody who's seen match after match, there were I think at least three occasions where I was certain we were watching the finish, mm. and when they kicked out, I I. Yeah, you know, partly because I well, partly because I just dig both wrestlers so much. But I felt like a little kid getting like, "Whoa, he kicked out!" Yeah. And what was even cooler, you could hear the audience popping like that too. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I actually liked the, the finish just because it seemed like it didn't seem like this desperation foul. It seemed like like Barbara was doing something very villainous and.
1: But, you know, I yeah. I found it funny how everybody thought Volador won. Because <laughs> even their twi- the Twitter account was like, Volador won. Because he put in the carbonara. He put him in the carbonara. Carbonari- and, like, and
0: that was done so well you, because cause he's cause waving. And the yeah, referee and the way, and the, is, and, was waving it off.
1: Yeah, and the, way, and the way that match was built up to where it was like, they were kicking out of so many big moves. Yes. I mean, yes. Barbara Carbonara kicked out of every big move that um, Volador has.
0: And that was everything.
1: <laughs> you know, the only thing was, the, the pot, uh, one of the guys was telling me about the, the, the spot where he does the, 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 that really fast Canadian Destroyer mm-hmm. that he does with Sombra.
0: Yes, yes.
1: He's, he, he was asking if, if he did that. Like, I don't think he did that, but I don't think Barbara Carbonario could take that move. I think that's, that's one of <laughs> those moves. Out. I, I, I think that...
0: No, I, I was certain. I was, I was certain Voldar was going over clean. Yeah. And so those were the three times where I said, okay, this is it. This has been a great match. And then I'm like, whoa! They're just bringing it all. Yeah, out. they just
1: kept the, kept going. I the only thing I didn't like about the finish, and it's mm-hmm. and it's basically just because it, it, it was Tirantes. I think any other ref, I think it would have gotten, like if that younger ref that they have, mm-hmm. it, it, uh, I forgot what his name. Um, but um,
0: you're doing better than I do. I yeah, that,
1: that guy, that guy, he's he's at least different. Whereas Tirantes, as soon as that happened with Tirantes, everybody just turned their attention towards there was more focus on him.
0: That's a very good point. Which I,
1: I really hated that. I think if they would have done it... If they would have done it any, any other way, I would have been fine with it. But I think it, it being the Tirante, well, I he, just a... being it was good. somebody
0: who is... who is a heel ref... Because it was a finish where...
1: And it's it's his reputation's for Triple A. yeah.
0: But it's a finish where a neutral ref would think he was actually fouled by the. Yeah,
1: base. yeah. So it would have made more sense. Yeah. Whereas that's Tirantes, a very good Tirantes point. and Tirantes has had this issue with on Volador. Like it's an ongoing mm-hmm. like thing between him and Volador. Like in many other matches.
0: But and I but I and I love and um,
1: But you know, I, I I could see the point where people thought, oh, Carvajal won; he cheated. And now he gets, not only um, Volador wanted a mask match,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a hair match, I mean, a hair match. Um, Carbonaro said he didn't want to give him the hair match. He wanted a title match. Mm-hmm. So they're doing the title match this Friday. And I thought that made, that worked a l- as well as the... I
0: agree. I yeah. totally agree. And I also dig, you know, usually I hate when a tournament final of some sort ends with a DQ or something like that. Yeah, But there was something that I dug how Carbonario was celebrating like Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: Yeah, like he won fair and square like
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean he looked like he, he, you know and I I, and I gotta say the other match I saw of his recently was his lightning match with Valiente the week before and
1: That was two weeks before
0: Two weeks before? Yeah It was on the Legends show, right? Yeah Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm losing all sense of time now Yeah That's what happens when you get old like me wait till I'm less Thatcher's age <laughs> no he will tell you no, be will
1: be telling us how much you hate the high flying that's right
0: <laughs> well he'll be 95 and he'll probably still remember things more clearly than I yeah. do today but uh, <laughs> but no uh, when I saw that match and then I saw the Voldemort match it's like I want to like restructure Lucha Libre to have less six man tags and more singles just yes Carbonario shines as a singles wrestler beautiful and he puts, he makes his opponent shine yeah. like very few wrestlers do in my opinion.
1: Yeah, he, he's really good. And you know, I, and that's the one thing I liked about it. They made it, they created a, they, they elevated him. I think he yes. was, he was kind of like, he was starting, like he was being pushed after that and Busca the Needle little stuff and he was kind of up there, but it kind of seemed like he wasn't as um, focused on. Dragon League really skyrocketed. And it kind of seems like Barbara Carvernario, yeah. but, but there is a lot of CML and, and guys. And I think we kind of, I, and I know. think with CML, it's always like that. There is a bunch of guys who kind of like this. You do, don't really see a lot of them. Yeah,
0: great workers, but they're kind of just floating. yeah. And right, then, like he, he was kind of getting to be known as uh, the alternate because they,
1: they would still make the main events every mm-hmm. so often, but you still don't see them as like Volador or um, absolutely or Ultimo Girl, guys who are already Negro Casas, guys who are already stars and are treated like stars. And you know, oh, these guys are main eventers, so you have like this. You have like this. Oh, this guy's. Um, they don't push him. You know, you're, everybody's complaining. Oh, they don't push him. They don't push him, and he's working like a main event. And they're, you're still complaining about them not pushing him, despite him being in main events. Absolutely. You know, it's just yeah, weird. It's just yeah, weird. No, you're right, it's, just you're weird. Right. it's just weird. Yeah. But I think this helps him. This puts him like. This kind of puts him now at the level of at least next to Negro Casas in the Peste you Absolutely. Know? Like,
0: absolutely. And and uh, I thought it was uh, another reason I thought that he was dropping clean. That night was because when he wrestled Valiente, it was Valiente pins him in less than ten minutes. I mean, didn't that
1: have a weird finish too? It
0: had a weird finish, but it was very yeah. it was very clear that Valiente kicked his butt. Yeah, and I'm, I thought that was cool how because you know Valiente is somebody who's kind of somewhere in the middle, it's somewhere
1: it's much like Carvernario. If so,
0: now Carbonario Car- 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 is going toe to toe with Bolador yeah. and that gives some opportunity for Valiente to shine, too. Well, really, the the, the
1: if you're going to, like, the top five guys in, in CML as far as, like, the main event, mm-hmm. the guys who are treated, like, ahead of everybody else, it's Volador, Rush. I think Rush would be treated even higher if he didn't get I, suspended I, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, but, but you know the weird thing is? That helps him. That builds up his character. I mean, it's kind of like the Brody effect, you know? with like, the
0: Brody effect or the... Uh, uh, affect uh, that uh, Dr. Jerry Graham Dick the Bruiser versus yeah though, there's, rebels, there's rebels there was a huge riot that should have ruined Because you,
1: you're always wondering what the fuck's going to happen if he's at the show or something like that and um, Volador Rush Ultimo Guerrero
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I think Atlantis kind of still in that in that I would think treat so. it that way as ahead of everybody else I think those four guys are kind of like the guys who kind of get that... Um, yes. Get yes. the get the preferent, preferential. And I think... Because even Maximo isn't in that group because Maximo's the heavyweight champion. He's sometimes... He's working like the third match
0: on yeah, a Yeah, he's heavyweight champion and he's been for a long time. Yes, right? yes. He's been like since last but year. He, he's definitely not like... Year. Yeah, it's got... It's, it's, it's like guys like Atlantis um, and Negro Casas are in that class of...
1: Nero Casas is up there, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Those guys, they're kind of in the class like Rene Guajardo and Carla Lagarde were, where they're always going to have a yeah. place, like a solid yeah, place.
1: Yeah, Casas and Atl- Atlantis, you could have, like... And nobody's going to complain about it as long as they could still go, you know? Absolutely. Like, and they yeah. still... I mean, Atlantis, I think the trouble that he goes, falls into is when he starts having um, numerous... Singles matches, mm-hmm. and it's like you kind of get tired of the, the match over and over and over again. Well, yes. Dragon Lee's all I think Dragon Lee's already in that group, also, he's kind of moved into that group too. So, although I don't know how long he's gonna, I, I
0: hope he does because he deserves it. And, yeah,
1: and it's cool to see them. Well, he, he may have entered the anniversary, so I think he kind of is in that group.
0: Yeah, though. that's true. Yeah, that's true
1: uh you uh there, another match that happened on that in that 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 show that had uh, the cibernet the torneo cibernetico was mm-hmm. um rush versus matt taven matt taven from ring of honor
0: that's right i didn't see that and i heard
1: that was good that's what i that heard that was a good brawl rush just destroyed him at the end to like give him his farewell wow, excellent <laughs> yeah so that was a good that was a good way to like if that was the way you're gonna get rid of somebody or like Somebody's li- on his way, way out. To do that's it. how you do it. Yeah, but it was a good. He gave it. They
0: back and forth. That's but he, very he, cool. He, he ended, he and kudos sure. to Matt Taven because, as silly as it sounds, there's so many wrestlers who try to get out of uh, getting their butts kicked when they leave. They, yeah, he's he, he trying to find a clever yeah, way.
1: Yeah, he, he, he looked good in this. Well, he wasn't going to do it, he's not like that. He's not that big a starter.
0: No, he isn't. But but <laughs> but uh, come on, we've we've met some guys who are not big stars. Yeah, yeah, who, yeah. Who somehow think that... We'll complain
1: about everything. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
1: you watched the Legend show. What did you think of that show? Uh, you watched the entire thing, right?
0: I watched up until... part partway through the main event. Yeah, so you watched most uh, of
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> I only watched the first two matches.
0: And You know, I, I was trying to find... What you think of the new women on that show? Okay, I gotta say I didn't see that. I mainly st- I saw uh, starting. While I-, I I
1: actually watched that match, so you didn't. You, you we can actually talk about the entire show except that one fall. <laughs> <laughs> the one fall in the main event that you missed. Uh, I thought you watched it. Um, you well, should watch it. Um, that, the I thought Harochita and and um, Metallica they look pretty good. I mean, <laughs> for the women, you know that they have. They would didn't look. Oh, as, really? Yeah, cool. they, they didn't look as so bad. So they're
0: working shoes on.
1: Yeah, they didn't look as they they looked like they could hang, they could hang with the. Although you know it depends on what you think of the women CMLL. Well, like you
0: said, well, it's like
1: they're we, not Marcella Amapola and Zuki, basically. No, exactly. What what they what they need is they need. They need they, that second tier, like. They women. need that
0: second tier, and they need women who have uh, the leadership capabilities that somebody like Amapola has.
1: Well, you know, you Metallica know. looks like she has. She was trained by Nero Navarro. She looks Really? Like, really? She looks like... She was trained by a bunch of people, but Negro Navarro was one of them. And she says that's her, her favorite wrestler. So, um, that, that's yeah, a good So start. And <laughs> she kind of looks like she might actually be the, the better one. But you know, you see them once and all of a sudden you don't see them again, so it's like you don't know what's going on well, with them. Oh, that's sana. a shame. Yeah. I mean,
0: what, well, and I think that's one of the things is even though I don't mind watching them and I think they they do work... When I see the women, they work hard, but
1: three falls is just too much
0: two, three falls is too much especially for their talent level because yeah. so many of them so and many, especially
1: they, trios match because they're repetitive
0: exactly and with the trios match it takes more than one woman who can lead a match and you have like four women out there who are still green enough and it, it, it's just a clusterfuck
1: yeah and this and, 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 is and I think there was a, a women's match last week mm-hmm. this past Friday and it just fell apart, and I was like, oh, my God, how, can we get through this thing? Man, man. I, <laughs> I, I, I think that was the match where I was like, man, can we just get to one fall? <laughs> yeah, then the next match was the Negro Navarro match right Now,
0: I, I had a lot of, you know, I was trying to find a word to describe just the overall feeling when I was watching the Legends matches. And uh, when I was Mark, on Mark Cole's podcast, he said the word bittersweet, and that's kind of how it was, because yeah. on one hand... It's amazing to watch Solar Negro Navarro. Uh, well, and Negro Casas was included as yeah. a legend, even though he's still an active active wrestler.
1: Well, he's a legend. He's a living.
0: He yeah. is, totally. I mean, he's Mexico's Ric Flair. Yeah. Um, but, the, 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 you know, I kiss the mat that Negro Navarro works on. What got me is when
1: you're going to get some sort of illness if you do that. Yeah,
0: I probably will. I probably will. But that's... Okay, I'll say that in yeah. a more of a symbolic, yeah, yeah, metaphor. Yeah. But, okay, I bow to the man he wrestles on. Let's put uh-huh. it that way. I will do that physically. <sighs> um, Because remember when we saw him on
1: that show in El Monte? Yeah, that was the one where... He worked the mathematical match, Yeah, right? and he... And mathematical... And Blue Panther, poor Blue Panther had... The assignment of working with Matematico. Remember? And, and
0: Blue Pan- oh and there's another one who's up on that left yeah. who was on the on this Yeah, he was in that match too. Yeah. I think. Um see that's a talent I admire when you can carry somebody who is either too green or or getting too old and can't keep up. And when um Mononegro's team took the first fall, what I remember is Navarro going in there and, and Mono Negro gave him like a body slam kind of like one of those Cabrador style body yeah. slams but Negro Navarro basically body slams himself <laughs> I mean seriously I, yeah. I, and I just sat there going this guy is awesome and, and at the same time it was kind of hard because you could see Mono Negro is hurting and when I saw Super Astro that was kind of hard because for just an average guy his age he looks like he's still in really good shape but you remember the super astro who was like Vatligante is yeah, today. Yeah. Who who did all these wild moves as if he was just going for a walk and now he's struggling to even do the reverse headbutt he used to do. Yeah. That was kind of he did sad. That, he
1: did that cool tope
0: though. But, but that yeah, was nice. But he did, that he, was did nice. str- he
1: did struggle for that for you much know? of the match.
0: And and I I, I, I think it's cool that they honor them yeah and I guess it doesn't bug me <laughs> I you know I guess more
1: wasn't Piroth on that show too like the he was in that wasn't he in the Gobernables match yes he was yeah yes I mean, I, that's the other thing why would you book Piroth on, I... on that show if you're having all those legends I hey, know <laughs> put on a good match yes,
0: like, like, yes could rush with some other dudes um, but... it, it, you know it's, and it, I, I guess I guess more than anything it's like I know this is a duh on my part, but it seems like yesterday when all those guys were just in their prime. and so Man, it's, that
1: was a long time ago. What are you talking I about?
0: I know, I know. When you're 54, it feels like yesterday. These guys
1: were like, <laughs> in their prime in like 1990.
0: I know. Like <laughs> Even I said, before that. I... That was yesterday, Fredo. C- Cien that was Carras, yesterday.
1: Cian Carras was in his prime in 1987, probably.
0: Probably before that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I actually saw Cian Carras probably when he was in his prime. Yeah. I saw him live in 1977 I just want
1: I just want I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing a Spanish lucha podcast Uh huh Just so I could t- beg promoters in Mexico to stop booking Ciancaras, Let him retire He yeah, wants to retire, him retire. you
0: on that. I got Okay I gotta tell you that was the match where I kind of tapped out
1: Well you know people were saying that like people were walking out in that match like dude who, I wouldn't blame them I mean
0: I I almost turned it off just by uh their hermanos entrance Hmm I can't remember which which uh, song it was. One of one of the classic.
1: Did Masquerade Daniel dos sing?
0: Yes, uh, he did sing it. He uh, was well for the evening. He was Florence Foster Jenkins. <laughs> I don't have a good singing voice, and I give it to anybody who tries to sing. But this was hard to listen to. Uh, and it's not you know, your it's not your type of music. <laughs> no, I love that type of music. To be honest with <laughs> you, but but yeah. I, it was kind of hard to listen to, yeah. to him singing it, um, and, I, and I think You're when the being match, so harsh. And I think when the match started, it wasn't so much that it was terrible. It's just that, yeah, enough of the legends for one night, I guess. <laughs> I, they should almost like book a Legends match on a show like that. And not true. You know, you know, I think they overdid it.
1: You know what it reminded me of when every t- when I saw that show. Um, remember how everybody complain? All those fans complain about um, how wrestling's not how it used to be, and uh-huh. they want they want to. It's, why don't they bring back Ryo and all those guys? And I'm like, here's your opportunity to see them. If you're not gonna stay and watch them the entire show, yeah, exactly. Stop talking. That's very and they did point. pack. They did pack the 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 building, but I think some of them were like making it seem like they like like all these people showed up. Like I don't know. It just seems li- really weird the way it it came off. 'Cause it yeah. was a legend show, but I think they could have done I think see, I think where where it fell apart is I think um I think um CMLL should have done something where they actually gave a rub to some of the younger guys in the like maybe mix in some of the old guys with the younger guys. Like you know, maybe have cool. maybe had Negro Navarro team with his with those traumas. That
0: would be great. Versus be super
1: uh make awesome. uh, C M L versus the independence. Blue Pet. Pa- what? Blue Panther and his sons versus yes. Negro Navarro and his sons. Negro Casas or Felino with um, Puma and Tiger. Versus- to be
0: honest, that's something you could actually make a program out of. Yes.
1: I mean. Legend show, I mean, doesn't mean yeah. you have to have. Or maybe have Dinamitas versus Ingo Bernabalos. <laughs> <laughs> have Rush just kill those guys. Because Rush has always said he's always wanted to wrestle against like those guys in their prime. Yes. and <laughs> They should be like, Rush, we're not giving you them. In your, you can't see them in the prime, but have at it right now. <laughs> Canelo versus Rush oh, or something.
0: Oh, that's funny. That's funny. You no, know, I, 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 first time I ever saw Cien Caras was at the Olympic Auditorium Battle Royal show in mm. '77, and yeah, know it's kind of cool looking back, just thinking I didn't realize I was looking at a legend in the making. It was when he was with teamed with Victor Rivera. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because back then he was. I think he was already making. A, he was already a name in Mexico by that point. Yeah,
0: he was. Yeah. He, he was, uh, was a yeah, big name. He was hitting the covers of Lucha yeah. Libre magazine, I think, by '75. Yeah. If I remember right, but. Um, and he was over he he was only there for a short stay like a lot of them were but he he was pretty over
1: so did you watch *Luch Underground this past week of course not
0: (laughs) Kurt why don't you I watched reruns of the Rockford Files
1: well you know I watched the entire um, first season of um, Luke Cage on is that the superhero
0: one yeah the Marvel one I heard the actor
1: interviewed that sounds really cool it is really good it's a Netflix one yeah it's Netflix yeah it's good it's good um yeah, I like them more than the Daredevil and the Jessica Jones ones.
0: I had never seen those. You know, thing, know so many people. The weird thing
1: them. is, when you're watching that, um, when you're watching um, Luke Cage, mm-hmm. it has kind of a vibe of um, The Wire and Boardwalk Empire. Really? You know why? Because half the half the cast is from those shows. Like almost every, no way. Like, almost every, <laughs> like every couple of minutes, like you watch if you watch those two shows. Did you watch
0: Boardwalk Empire? I never watched Boardwalk no. Empire.
1: <laughs> well, they have all these people. Like the, they have like the the main villain is um, one of the guys who's like on Boardwalk Empire. Then there's a couple people from um, um, the Wire. It's like it's like this. It's, That's interesting. Yeah, but it's really good. It's really good. I That's recommend it. one
0: of those. I actually do want to check out because I've I've just heard synopses of, of Boardwalk Empire, and that sounds kind of
1: that fun. is really good. I haven't seen the fifth we, season. We
0: yet. we actually did watch a whole season, binge watched uh, Elena. Uh, Tony the Ripper and I watched that Netflix show, um, Stranger Things.
1: Yeah, that was pretty good. That's a cool yeah. show. I watched that.
0: They, the 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 dynamics between all the kids, yeah, really good. I mean, it's
1: like that one kid, that, that one kid missing his teeth was Dustin. So yeah, he is
0: one of the greatest characters. Yeah. we were even saying by like the like the fourth episode, they're saying if they knock off Dustin, we're not watching anymore. This this kid's too great. Yeah.
1: I thought that was a good show.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed it.
1: I'm curious to see what they do for the second. I season. am
0: too. I I hope they Yeah. Yeah, I hope it's not, not something to throw away. I hope they didn't cash everything in this. So
1: thing. if you watch that, you'll enjoy Lucha Underground. <laughs> they're, they're, I don't know, like they they're doing a lot of they're concentrating a lot on storylines more this year. So like half the show is like storylines. Really? And then like the they'll have Like remember, you remember the first season? It was a lot of great matches. Yes, but this season it kind of seems like they're building up more storylines. They'll do the great matches at some point. It's a forty. It's a forty-week episode um, season, so I think Mm -hmm. forty episodes. I think so. I'm guessing they're going to start. They'll start building up stuff. But it's like they did that one show where they had the half half hour of um, the cop storyline. They're, they're investigating Dario Fredo. I had Fredo. Heard
0: about that, and didn't it kind of dominate the show? In yeah,
1: a yes. But the the second half had um, Marty the Moth versus mm-hmm. Kill Shot in a weapons of mass destruction match, which was really good. I love the name yeah, of that Yeah. Um, then this past week, they had um, they Chabo Garo Jr. versus Dragon Azteca Jr. And um, it's like, I feel bad because Dragon Azteca Jr. is basically his, his two big singles matches have been Chabo Garo Jr. and Black Lotus. Black Lotus is the uh, the the Asian girl. Yes,
0: yes. I yes. thought That's who we were talking <laughs> yeah. about.
1: Yeah, So it's like it's like he's not getting any like really. Wow. It's like, and I feel
0: I feel he's sorry. Ray
1: Horace, guys. He just That had is so funny. Older. I
0: feel I feel bad for Chavo Guerrero Jr. because everywhere he goes, he's gonna be Chavo Guerrero Jr.
1: Yeah, he's not his dad. His dad was great. His yeah.
0: dad was great, and I I think I think he's a good worker. But
1: he was good at uh, in WCW, but he's just not lucha. He's not a lucha. Yeah. Man. No, you're yeah, right. Just, you're right. And hey, you know, Lucha Underground isn't lo- really. Like And we've had people on Lucha Underground say that they're not really Lucha. They don't consider it Lucha.
0: It's an, it's an, it's an a,
1: it's a hybrid. More it's, of a. Yeah,
0: it's, a, it's kind of an animal unto its own. Yeah. It's, I mean, that first season, what I dug is, I thought it was just the right balance of behind-the-scenes storyline or, you know, in, yeah. in, in, in Dario Cueto's office. But it wasn't overkill. And from what you said and from what I've heard a few other people say, it's kind of like the 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 equivalent of Cueto's office is mm-hmm. dominating the show more than yeah
1: yeah there, this this season, this season there's more of that but it's like it, it's like you're just hoping there's something at some point and they've had some good matches I'm not saying it's all right all, but it's it, it it's very storyline driven I think it's gonna I don't know if it's gonna I think there's some fans who are just they're just gonna you know fans. There's certain fans who stick to their promotion. Mm-hmm. So, good or bad, they're going to say it's great. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it hasn't, for me, it hasn't been as great as the previous two seasons, right. for me personally.
0: Well, you know, I me, mean, I still prefer CML, even though when they go through, they're really like. Uh,
1: well, you know, the thing with CML is that the key is to watch the Friday show. <laughs> it's like, the, 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 the <laughs> Monday, Tuesday point. shows, I mean, if you could just get like one, the, just read what the good matches are and just watch those matches, you're fine. Yeah, that's true. If you don't have to suffer through the the, <laughs> the, the, the Leono. The Leono Apocalypses matches, yes, of the Komoras yes. of the world. You're perfectly <laughs> fine. Well, you know, I was talking about this. I think it might have been with the guys on the other podcast. I think it was after the podcast we were talking about how how wouldn't have all those guys that were in. Remember, they were de- debuting guys every couple of weeks in um, CML. Yes, and like we were talking about, imagine if they like just kept all good workers.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. they were bringing in good guys, and it's like, but they're not getting rid of any of the bad workers. So it's like, it's you know, that's you know, they're not going to keep all those those newer guys and, out of loyalty towards the older, that's the, true, the yeah. older guys.
0: That's true. So
1: it's like you're just thinking, why can't we have like a just a really great CML promotion and not all this other crap?
0: No, true. Very good point. Yeah.
1: So speaking of the other um, news, uh, CML and, and Elite broke mm-hmm. up. They broke up. So, so it is official. Yeah, they're. They're, the funny thing, well, I mean, I think Elite just wanted to run shows mm-hmm. in other venues so they they look more packed on television. Because I think, I think the...
0: And I'll be honest, it lasted longer than I thought because...
1: And, and you know the story, remember that story that um, Leo Rianno had said that CML had tried to take Elite's time slot? Yes, yes. TV slot?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think it was, it was the other way around. Oh. I think Elite took um, CML's slot. And they took the Azteca, the one that airs on, uh, in the US, because that's what they're airing now. Right. They're airing the replay of CMLL's show, and then they air like this really old episode of Elite from like, from, like April. Like they're on April right now.
0: That, it's the one piece, and this is everything, everybody from the smallest independent promotions to the hugest, uh, you know, empires and pro wrestling. Don't co-promote on a regular basis with other promotions.
1: Yeah, they just did. did.
0: And I and I, I hear so many. Well, I'm speaking just anecdotally with indies, but I. How many times have we heard people say, "Hey, it's so great; these two promotions are going to work together," and we're going, "Yeah, that's no, no, no. They're going to be a community, and within a month, they hate each other."
1: Suddenly, we we go to a show, and and one guy's not there.
0: Yes and the other guys talk,
1: and the other guys talking about how they don't respect him. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yes, yes.
1: I mean, so it's like that's one of those, wrestling. and it's not just and we don't we're not even talking about one particular person. We're talking about no, we're, people we've met in, in wrestling that have said this stuff like, This
0: is a revolving yeah. door.
1: They, every they year happens. every year there's something different. Yeah. I think, I think we can go from year like from when you started going to shows from when I started going to shows following wrestling and you know there's always fans who say um why can't these guys work together and it's like yeah it's oh not my god work. and
0: they always sound so optimistic and certain yeah. and they don't know why we have these dour looks on. yeah our face. yeah we're saying uh seen that a hundred t- and I bet you it's happened you, ever you, since you know how it works was born.
1: it works like with CML and New Japan where mm-hmm. they're separate promotions and they're in different parts of the world and then now with Ring of Honor, that works.
0: You, you're you're kind of trading talent yeah. and giving each other a rub. You're not trying to coexist in yeah. each other's territory. Yeah,
1: and it's like it's like you're not trying to do anything to like offend the other... You know, they don't really care. Exactly. CML definitely doesn't care what happens to the guys. <laughs> you know, they, although, although Ring of Honor, um, Dragon Lee debuted for Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. And he won both his matches, so...
0: Wow. And it worked how he got over with the fans there?
1: He got over, but um, they didn't really do a lot of... Um, Hype for him, mm-hmm. so it's like oh, that's too bad. they just brought him in. It's like, oh, it's Dragon Lee, and he kind of had to get over. And I guess what uh, Meltzer was saying that that match and other people who saw the the Dragon Lee Kamatachi mm-hmm. match, they said it was good, but it wasn't at the level of the other. And I'm like, of the level of insanity that the other matches, I did <laughs> those guys were crazy.
0: You know when I when I watch guys do a match, I. I do my best not to compare them with their past matches because
1: it's yeah, but that's the problem. Yeah, I'm talking about them after watching that. Right, it's like, right. No, yeah, know. Like, that's you have that's to true. like. And then um, they said he, I think he beat uh, Bobby Fish the second night. So mm-hmm.
0: cool. So, so that,
1: yeah. So with Elite, <laughs> with the Elite breakup, uh, Caristico has had to like he's been double booked a few times on both shows because they they oh, wow. Elite took um a Friday. They're doing Friday shows mm-hmm. also, so um, <laughs> they had. Uh, First show, Caristico worked um, CML early, and then um, Elite switched around the the, the, sh- the matches to get Caristico on that on their show. The last week, uh, Caristico didn't make Elite's show, so they replaced mm. him with Bandito, who's I mean a very good replacement. Repl- he's a really good wrestler, um, but I guess next this this Friday he's only working Elite. But that's weird because he's working. He's 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 one of the few guys allowed to. I think Rey Scorpion, I think he might actually have a similar opportunity. But I think he's picking to stick with um, elite. Interesting. Because I think it's. I think. But you know, with it, with him, it's because I think he's on his way towards um, his annual trip to um, the U.S. Oh. So I don't think he's that worried about you that. Not that worried. Cause yeah.
0: If I, th- I think if I was a wrestler who felt stuck like a rock in a hard place i oh, stick with CML. With, yeah, yeah. I want to go with one that's trying <laughs> to. Yeah, try. yeah,
1: yeah. But, you know, they're not putting. They, Elite's pushing him more because he, he's in that tournament. <laughs> <laughs> they're still keeping you up with that tournament. They have. They've lost all those guys. Moscow Dorada's pretty much going to be in WWE soon. Uh, without the CML guys, there's no Rush, no Negro Casas, no Volador Jr., no um, whoever else was on it. Teddy Hart's gone. Broke yeah. his broke his ankle. We saw that. Um He's going to be gone for a few months, I think. Um,
0: Oh, that's a shame.
1: Yeah, so, like, what do they have? They're just going to keep on... I
0: don't... I think they're... Extreme Tiger's pretty much going to win it. I think they're a ship without an engine, to be honest with you. You And, you know, when we're talking about, like, you know, CML, New Japan, when I think of wrestling history, I think the most interesting period uh, was... Like in the '80s, when both CMLL and UWA would use each, they would never co-promote, but they use each other's talent. Yeah, and they seem to get get on with each other okay in that respect because it was a pretty nasty war. Yeah, you know, initially I that I'd love to I'd love to know the backstory to all that, like how they came to that. Yeah, that's, ease.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 weird, but. I think UWA had like the more um, they were stronger because they were out, it was kind of like the similar situation with AAA where they were Absolutely, outside of that yeah. area but um, they weren't running that although they did run that area but it wasn't like as I think they were more of a outside of the yeah. that region yes so I think they didn't have a problem with it whereas with I think they could never work with Triple A just I and also because of the the difference the, the different opinion, the different viewpoint in, on how wrestling should be.
0: Absolutely. And as, right. as I recall when Triple A started they were the, they were like the ones who said you're with us and nobody else unless we approve it. Like mm-hmm. you were exclusively with Triple A if I remember correctly.
1: But yeah, because CML brought in UWA guys yeah. when that happened. Yes. to fill out the the roster spots that all the Triple A guys, that all the guys who left to Triple A. It was an interesting time. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, with Elite, that's pretty much it. Um, they there's been some good indie shows lately, but unfortunately, they don't really post the stuff on. <laughs> online. Although there's a lot more. Um, the Crash. A lot of the Crash matches are online now. hmm In different formats. Yeah, <laughs> like that, the, that's the Tijuana the one. The Tijuana yeah. show okay. from September. Um, there's a there's a couple of indie shows that had. Um, there's actually a. There's a, a YouTube channel that has like the traumas and Negro Navarro teaming up against. I think it might have been Doctor Cerebro Virus and those guys. Oh, can't that, remember what match. That sounds promising. Yeah, there's there's a couple of good shows. There's plenty of lucha on YouTube. So, if you're if you're not into the the AAA <laughs> or CML stuff,
0: plenty of independent
1: wrestling to watch
0: I, on. I am, and I'm always intrigued. By an independent wrestling in Mexico because I love how you can go to a different region and their local guys have like a, a slightly different flavor of lucha, yeah. just different methods of working. Yeah,
1: I think the Cubs fan posted like three, three, three matches with three different groups of tur- turtles on it. <laughs> 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 although, although I think two of them were like similar tur- turtles, but they were like the it's funny
0: in Lucha Libre, it, a
1: different combination it, and, in,
0: in Lucha Libre, ninja turtles breed much faster than rabbits ever have i mean do you have hulu i have hulu
1: um there's a documentary on the ninja turtles how they were created um the the cartoon characters Uh yes yes and how they became like this whole big deal all like how they got to become the big thing because i
0: remember when they were kind of a gritty yeah it was a comic
1: book book. yeah yeah they talk about it from the very beginning all the way through it's a really good documentary um i can't remember i think it's just called um Ninja turtles, oh, it like see that. yeah, it's on it's on Hulu. Look
0: yeah, my uh, cuñado, Anthony said his uh, his worst blunder years ago when he was you know still collecting comic books and that sort of thing. The first Ninja Turtles was out, and uh, the comic book store he frequented, the guy told him. You might want to get a couple of issues of this. This is going to be huge. Yeah. And he kind of looked and said, Yeah, not not my thing." And then, sure enough, I think I can't remember. Just a couple of years later, that first issue he could have sold for a pretty penny. Yeah. Now he probably couldn't get anything off. They were they were talking. Yeah, they stuff, they
1: were talking about that stuff. Like yeah, that. but
0: but he just said that that was a worst mistake. And it's so funny he had a, he always had a good eye for that. I remember we were at a pick and save in the early eighties. And he he saw these cheap little Universal brand monster dolls. I mean, these looked these looked cheap as as those Lucha dolls they had yeah, yeah, in yeah. the arenas. They were buck ninety eight each, and he just bought an armful. And I bought two or three just because I thought they looked funny in my apartment. Uh, yeah. And sure enough, uh, I think fifteen years later, when eBay came around, uh, he sold each one between $200 and 300 bucks. Oh wow he called it like yeah. he was so I was, saying, I was saying those aren't gonna sell but you know it's,
1: it's weird that that it's and it's mostly guys who were like who missed out on buying that when they were kids that are that bought them afterwards wasn't it exactly yeah. I think
0: that's it and there's yeah. also people who are like in their 30s or 40s or yeah. are nostalgic for their childhood yeah. cause yeah. cause one of the few things um uh one of the few things, like I bought for nostalgia's sake. Actually, I bought it <laughs> for my bro-in-law. Uh, they had these robots when I was little, called, called, little kid called Xeroids, mm-hmm. and they were only out for about a year, but they were he- they were the toy at the time. Yeah. And man, though, the, uh, in fact, I remember I got it from because I there's a really good deal, but you know, I was tempted to buy it for myself, <laughs> and that's just because I remember being six years old, and you, yeah. you love having a little keepsake from. Um, it's crazy, but it is it is it's funny. I it'd almost be more interesting, uh, more interesting than selling stuff on eBay. Would just be able to interview people who buy the stuff and yeah, yeah, these yeah. are their reasons for yeah. Because it
1: it, it it was interesting because they were talking about how they went from the comic book mm-hmm. to the action figure. Yes, and how they needed to make a cartoon to get to sell the action figures, and all this other stuff. And like how the, they they talk about the movie. How they came about doing the movie and how jim really? jim jim henson's involvement and all that I would
0: have, see i would have never guessed that the action figures is what spawned the cartoons I yes thought it was yes the other i way.
1: thought it was the other way around too yeah. but no it was the, the 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 toy manufacturer were the ones that told them you know what we should make a cartoon to get these um to sell these toys so they actually called somebody who handled um doing um making car um creating cartoons And he came up with the idea and they only did like six episodes for the, or like a, like a season, like six, eight Uh episodes and they stopped doing them. And so the guy who did them, he's like, um, are you guys going to continue doing this? And they're like, no, no, we already, we already sold all the, all the action figures. Uh We're not, we're not going to do this again. And he's like, he's like, but the cartoon did really well. (laughs) He's (laughs) like, like, the cartoon did really well. So then he worked out, he worked out a deal to get the cartoon. Like the rights to the cartoon, Whoa. so then he kept doing the cartoon, and that became the that led to all the other. So stuff. So it's
0: like everybody won.
1: Everybody's got question. like money out of it. Yeah, That's awesome. And they were talking about all the guys how the the co- the two guys that created the the turtles. They were talking about how one of the guys he was saying that the reason the only reason they came up with the car- the the turtle was that they were doodling, and he made a he's like he made a, a he he put together a turtle, a picture of a turtle, and just put like a ninja outfit on him and he showed it to the other guy and the other guy saw it so he decided to beat him and see if he could draw it better than him and that's how it just led to
0: I that. love I love how some yeah. things are born off the cuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, he, like you picture people brainstorming but somehow just this little odd It's a good it's a moment. good documentary. I've been watching a lot oh, of. I'd like to see that. I like watching all those
1: documentaries about um, like musicians and stuff like that. I love those. Yeah. Oh, those
0: never get old. To me. Yeah. I especially when they're giving the straight story cuz I remember when uh, The Ramones documentary came out in 2003 uh, I had just read a really, really good uh, book. I think it was called "Hey Ho, Let's Go." But what was so great about it, it was written by a guy who clearly admired the Ramones, but he didn't put them on a pedestal because you know the whole back, you know the whole myth that was really presented as reality at the time was that they were inseparable; they were like brothers. Uh, yeah. When the truth was, they didn't. They, they wanted to kill each other, but yet. They managed to stay together for 22 years, even though they didn't have a hit record in that time, and I think that's a much more fascinating story than got yeah. this bond.
1: Yeah, I was watching like uh, one on, on um, what was it The Damned? hmm And I thought that was really good, also. I, oh, I, yeah.
0: W- oh, is it a recent one?
1: I don't know. I think oh, I it is. I think that. it is because it's. I think it's from like two years ago or something. Yeah, but the one I talked about, like, I think I told you about Tom Petty, the documentary. That. Yes, you. Told that me was about really that. like that's that's a four hour pod. That's a four hour uh, documentary. I was <laughs> like, is it? Is it? It's really good. It's yeah. really good. But you just got to
0: watch it like in parts. Well, he's one of those. I, it's I, like I one of those podcasts. It's just <laughs> really long. Yeah, he's one of those. I don't listen to him night and day, but I, I really like him. I, well, I was watching that, and I was like, I, and I'm like. Oh,
1: that's a good song, and I started looking for it. Also. Yeah, because yeah, he was talking. It goes all the way to the part where he's talking about um, Johnny Cash calling him and asking him if he could, um, if he, he wanted to record, um, do a cover on um, uh, what was the song? Back, to, I want back down. Yes. So he That's covered a great song. it. He I covered it, that song. and so Tom Petty said when he heard um, Johnny Cash cover it, mm-hmm. he's like, "I don't even know why I sang it." <laughs> he's like, "Oh my god!" He's like, he's like "Johnny Cash was so much better." But I think Johnny Cash gets that from everybody. Like, who, oh when, John, when, Johnny when Cash was in a class by it. himself. Yeah.
0: It's so funny. Like, I don't even really think of him as country. I think of him as no, Johnny yeah, Cash. Yeah, I don't think of him as country. He was, and uh, well, and it's funny. The things that will make me a fan of being a musician is I always like Johnny Cash. Okay, but I remember hearing him. Uh, on an interview in Fresh Air, and just how unusually gracious he was. Yeah. And I had heard several other uh, um, examples of that. Oh, oh, I remember. I here in the OC in Orange County, he was on. Um, oh, he was on w- one of the religious stations, and they're interviewing. Him. It was when he did something with. I think it was Glenn Danzig. <laughs> yeah, it was an odd. It was on a combination. Yeah, yeah. And the guy interviewing him was kind of trying to give him these leading questions, like almost making it sound like like were you made to work with him? Like why would you work yeah. that, with this? Like with Glenn Danzig. <laughs> and after, and and he was giving kind of these just non-answers, and then he finally just said something along the lines of. Listen, if you're trying to get me to say something negative about my friend Glenn Danzig, that's not going to happen. Let's move on. Wow. And he, he said he wasn't a prick about it. He didn't walk out of the interview. Yeah. But he said, this case is There's closed. a lot
1: of good documentaries on, um... Like so many good documentaries. The, the Lemmy, the Lemmy documentary is really good. One. On There's one on the, fam- um, what's, um... Johnny Cash's wa- um, wife, what was his, um... The Carter Family. The
0: Carter Family, yes. There's,
1: there's a really good documentary on them also. Um... What what other one?
0: I mean, well done documentaries. Yeah, there's just a, a lot. A well done documentary. It could be even be about something I'm not interested. I was in. watching one, they Do it right. I was watching
1: one on this guy who was a New Orleans musician, mm-hmm. and it was really good. I mean, like I I'd never heard of him, but I, he he was like a huge name like in that genre of music that yeah. they played, on, and he was actually pretty good at that.
0: And the one that you turned uh, Elena and I onto was the Cal Sills documentary. Where. Even if you're from my era and you thought the Kausfils were the dorkiest group in the world, yeah, this is like a must see documentary because it covers everything. Have you watched that one on sushi yet? I still haven't watched okay. that one.
1: Well, keep, oh, I, keep to, forget, I keep forgetting keep, to bring yeah, it bring yeah, it up to my bro. Yeah. Keep going with the what you were saying about the cows. Oh,
0: the Kausfils. I mean, you know, it's it's like everything somebody should watch. You know, when you take into consideration the role of stage parents and. Uh, you know, utilizing kids as a—I I mean, how do I describe it? It was—it was kind of—it was—it was kind of cool to see the product they put out and just the wholesome family image, and you know, it was done by the family. Yeah, and it was—it was very cool how they showed both their bond, but the nightmare
1: yeah.
0: behind it. And yeah, it's like the you- way the father was abusive and uh. And I think that's how
1: most of those music, musical families were like, because even the Jacksons had that issue. Oh you know? God, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm always suspicious of. Uh, I mean, I mean, Dan Farron tutored kids on movie sets, and he said the whole stage parent thing is that every bit as frightening yeah. as as you know the myth is. It's the myth is pretty true, yeah. I guess. Yeah.
1: So, anything else wrestling related you want to talk about? Let's see. And anything you've watched recently? Anything you any news
0: strictly CMLL other than that I'm going to look for more documentaries I'm waiting for one on He-Man and the Masters of the Universe really is there one on no it? but I think it would be a good one I, only because uh, I
1: there's one I saw on um, oh it was on the background characters on Star Wars movie that I kind of seemed interesting oh uh huh like I think it's just the obscure I think it's more the actors who played the the, the more the, obscure, the obscure the second characters. tier characters I think I might actually try to watch that oh that, that might movie. be kind of fun uh, I, I tried to watch <clears> this <throat> one Called Trekkies And like I
0: love that one The first one
1: The Star Wars one I mean Star Trek one Yes Trek. I tried to watch it But it looked really weird So
0: I was like I'm not gonna watch it It is really weird Yeah I just said I'm There gonna was watch. a second one That's not There's a second one really? a second, Oh the first one Was huge when it came out Yeah I was like I'm uh, not gonna watch oh, this Oh god the first one Oh oh Give it another roll It is I'll have to try It's it. mind blowing Cause I
1: watched the one On um oh. The the Ghostbuster fans and I would be curious was, to see that because I that I, was actually pretty good because I think the, some of the people they kind of had one some of the fans were really into it yeah and you know like us being wrestling fans we've met wrestling fans who are over the top into yes. wrestling and it's like it's like and that's a lot that is in, in the Ghostbusters thing but it's like some of them have taken that and gone to help kids and you know like oh that's cool. go, go to children's hospitals and do all that stuff so it's like they're well, doing in, a good thing out there. In that's it? one of
0: the cool things about Trekkies is you see the very, very weird aspects. Of, yeah, because you uh, see them all dressed up and yes, like, yeah. Yes, yes. But, but you actually see some pretty poignant. Oh, really? I'm going mean, to give it a chance. It, it is really, yeah, it's worth it's, it's worth, give,
1: you know, it's worth uh, sticking through. They actually put, uploaded the, uh, that um, documentary on the, remember I was telling you about that um, show. Um, I think it's called, it might be called Documentary or Mockumentary. With, um, yes, you told Fred me about that. Yes. Remember, I saw you the, the first episode is about the this the the mom and daughter.
0: yes. and you yes. told me that was
1: actually a real a real documentary, like in the seventies or something. They actually uploaded that documentary no into way. onto Hulu, I think. No way. Yeah, I think Hulu or Amazon have it. Oh, my God. i like, I don't want to watch it. It, it, <laughs> it, it kind of... I, I think that you got to watch the Fred Armisen, Armisen um, the, the that I do, show. I it do is,
0: watch that. It I, is I totally great. forgot about you bring that up until you just brought it up just now. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. That documentary
1: series. show is so awesome.
0: Yeah, the reason I brought it up He Man is I remember all, all my friends... I used it, to
1: watch that. All. I had, like, the action figures for that. Oh, my friends
0: and I would always joke, like, oh, what kind of drugs are these guys doing who comes up with this show? <laughs> yeah, because they're all big. It, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I remember... Uh I met somebody who watched it as a child. Yeah. And then he was actually getting some work in like TV production. Uh-huh. And he was totally elated cuz he met a guy, uh, you know, who's probably about my age and was one of the writers. Oh. And and he said uh, uh he said something like so what were the meetings like when you're talking about storylines and goes Oh, the meetings, they were a blast. We were all so buzzed. And, <laughs> and apparently they were, some of them were dropping acid, too. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, what was that? Snarf was in that, wasn't he? Snarf? It was Snarf
0: The one I remember yeah. best was Mossman. Yeah. Because I did buy the Mossman.
1: I, bought, I had Stinkor. Stinkor was like a skunk.
0: Now, now was that... Because Mossman, when you took it out of the package... It smelled mildewy. Yeah, and Stinkor smelled so
1: But it didn't smell that bad. I remember when I got him and I smelled him, I go, he doesn't smell
0: that bad. <laughs> so I, was like, <laughs> you know, like, I was disappointed in <laughs> him not smelling bad. That's funny. I still have him yeah. somewhere, too. Oh, I, the first episode I ever saw is still my favorite. It's like Evil Skeletor, this demonic being, uh-huh. he was going to do the most cruel thing you could ever do. Uh-huh. He was going to try to. You know, the circus was coming to town, and he was going to stop the circus from taking place. Oh, jeez! Because he doesn't want anybody to have fun except him. Uh-huh. Says, "I don't want to have anybody have fun except me." Yeah, the, the, I love that. The Fred Armisen
1: docu- um, show is um documentary now.
0: Documentary now. Yeah, so I gotta, you gotta watch that. that
1: yeah it's really good it's it's just yeah but that the, the whole I remember that because I remember that I would use the He-Man as um, wrestling action figures because they look they like, look like them He-Man looked like Lex Luger practically they were so, more bust than half the WWE yeah, so it's figures like, yeah I, had, I think I had He-Man core and I think Skeletor was the other one. Oh, that's so Those cool three. and then I couldn't I <laughs> get the rest of them because I was into everything I was into Voltron into Robotech everything uh, as a kid I was into everything
0: Nuclear for a while as an adult, lived and died for Robotech. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, yeah, that show.
1: A lot of people I know, like when now when they're older, they talk about, "Oh, I was a huge fan of Robotech."
0: Yeah, I remember when it came out. He kept telling us, "Like you gotta watch this show." Like, yeah, and you're like, "Dude, you're like, how old are you?" <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, that that was the cool thing about our our crew is we, uh, you know, we were the type. We were all in college and stuff. But, yeah, but uh,
1: still into all the weird oh, stuff. Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah, yeah. I remember one night we were like. You'll never guess what the video store is renting. Gumby! So we sat all, uh, up all night watching Gumby. Yeah, I remember Gumby. That was us. That was, I mean, we, we are very juvenile, and I think we still are. I should yeah. see if I can get Physico, see if they have Robotech on a DVD box set or something. Yeah.
1: They probably do. They probably do
0: have Yeah, Christmas
1: they probably had it for a while. Christmas. You might Christmas find it on sale now because DVDs. Going it's to on Netflix. Dinosaur. It's on Netflix now, so that's true. You can. I think it is. Everything. Yeah, you just give them Netflix. Uh, well, probably. <laughs> I don't even think physical has. Does physical have Netflix? No, I don't that, think he that, would have he's that. He's
0: never. He's never had cable.
1: Yeah, I, no Netflix.
0: But I, I guarantee it because he yeah. never had cable. I like yeah, he never it, wanted it, to pay for it. And I can't so ima- I guarantee you he doesn't have any of those. I I can
1: imagine him just watching he's probably just watching YouTube stuff and that's it like finding stuff on YouTube and downloading him. I don't even think he watches that stuff on huh? either No he watch. doesn't he's,
0: he It's so funny cuz he, he's a physicist but he's not a huge computer guy Yeah just like you know he has a Facebook account Never on it. Never um, on it, yeah. His hubby's on it all the time, but... Yeah. Um, so that's how I communicated with half the time. Yeah. It's like, hey, Christopher, tell, tell your husband to call me! Yeah. <laughs> well, we covered a lot tonight. Uh, pro wrestling and a lot of... Uh,
1: Documentaries. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: We covered a lot of ground. I really enjoyed this podcast, and that's all I can think of saying I'm Mm. burnt out I need to go to bed I need to get up early for work and um uh this was a fun podcast
1: we should have more news on upcoming podcasts other stuff listen to this podcast listen to the listen to our other podcasts that we do other podcasts that's right Uh, listen to Kurt on uh, Mark Cole's Winter Palace podcast
0: and uh I uh
1: you're co-hosting on the 605
0: 605 this past week and a few weeks before i those have been really fun. Highly recommended podcast too if you're a fan of classic. See, that's the trouble. Wrestling.
1: People want us to do this show all the time, but they don't realize we're on demand like a lot from other people. Like they, they It's have, kinda cool. Yeah, they they're like, how come you don't do it every week? And it's like, guys, we're like we're like the go-to guys for like podcasts, for all these conversations that don't get recorded.
0: Yes, we're yes. always we're always
1: doing wrestling stuff. It's true. Right? It's, it's like true. people yes. don't realize it. They think we're not doing wrestling stuff, but we're actually like we're very much in demand. Like yeah. I don't, that's I don't, I'm, I'm not. I don't want to wrestling cause yes, I'm always, I'm yes. always doing something yeah, like, like, like when something. When, Kurt, when Kurt's not when ah. Kurt's not doing a podcast, he's actually just talking to a wrestling person. <laughs> <That's> so, yeah, <laughs> sometimes you'll hear you'll hear Conan's on when when you hear Conan's podcast, and it's the phone's ringing. It's usually Kurt, like crank up calling him.
0: That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Conan do you have Prince Albert, and a bong. <laughs> I mean a can. I mean uh, whoa. Yeah. Still, the best part about his podcast are the bong hits. Yeah.
1: I think I hear now it's Huvy's kind of taking over the bong spot. As
0: long as there's a bong, as yeah. long as there is a bong, yeah. as long as there's a bong, I'm, I'm there really, is a bond. That's going to be our yeah. T-shirt. That's going to be.
1: I'm I'm curious how long Conan's relationship with all those people on that podcast will last. Because uh, Conan has
0: always known as, from- as long as Vampiro is his relationship with Vampiro, probably.
1: Yeah. It's one of those love-hate relationships. Yep. Yeah.
0: Love them one day, hate him the next, yeah. and love again. And uh, fascin- it's a fascinating business. Yeah, so, so ne- next podcast we'll, pro- we'll probably have Halloween. <laughs> we'll probably <laughs> yes. be on Halloween. We'll do a special Halloween, Halloween.
1: edition. Yes. Kurt will trick-or-treat as we do the podcast. Hey! There's an idea. We'll record people's reaction to us doing a podcast. <laughs> we should... We should
0: just go door-to-door door, <laughs> with yes, headphones and we, on.
1: And the little yes, and, uh, and talking about wrestling, we'll, we'll just ring the doorbell. Yeah. Like, talk, as they open the door, we'll be talking about like, telling them like, insider information. Yeah,
0: and ask them...
1: What are have, your thoughts on the recent Lucha uh, Underground episode? That's
0: right. That's right. Do, do you do you think that Moscow or daughter really will go to WWE and they'll just... Like, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Here's, Here's your candy. Here's your candy. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well ladies and gentlemen, until next time in a few weeks around Halloween. May the right hemisphere of the brain short circuit the left hemisphere. May the left hemisphere short circuit the right hemisphere and ding you're there.